The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The Drum Shuffle Podcast is back with new episodes. Check out Jamie Eads' conversations with fellow drummers on The Drum Shuffle, wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teens Tires is the answer. Visit them online at facebook.com slash teenstires or teenstires.com. That's T-I-N-E-S tires.com. Or feel free to call them at 304-729-6114. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello from the Dire Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Preseason episode three. Follow me on Instagram at Unreasonable Doubt WV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Unreasonable Doubt podcast page on Facebook. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. Fire Stick, Amazon Fire Stick, $15. Going to give that away to someone and announce it on the next episode of Unreasonable Doubt. So go to all of those platforms with all that information I provided. Find a post about the Fire Stick and $15. You'll know because there's a big picture of it. Enter to win that you got one week. Lots of news. You know, I was saying earlier, a few weeks ago, no news. Last week, no news. Now, news. So much news. That this first segment, news flashes. News flash. Preseason Big 12 awards came out this week. Derek Culver, preseason Big 12 honorable mention. <laughs> Newsflash, Oscar Schwebay. I'm butchering that poor, that that gentleman's last name. Oscar, Big 12 preseason freshman player of the year. <laughs> this stuff is picked by the coaches. <laughs> Newsflash, 
WVU picked by the coaches to finish fifth out of ten teams. Middle of the pack. Not bad. Hey, last year they picked us fifth and we finished dead last. But they don't know. They don't know. So it could go the opposite. Maybe we'll finish first. I don't know. Fifth. <laughs> Newsflash. Texas Christian University picked the finish last. TCU fans do not care. Newsflash. Kansas. Their 100-year Big 12 regular season championship streak ended last season. The coaches think Kansas is going to be number one in the Big 12 to start a new streak. <laughs> Newsflash. I'm just going to say his last name. Azabuki from Kansas. Picked as preseason Big 12 player of the year. <laughs> Baylor got a first place vote. <laughs> Newsflash. Texas Tech got a first place vote. <laughs> Newsflash. Kansas got the rest. So there's 10 votes. Kansas got eight. So the coaches think Kansas is going to start a new streak. I'm going to stop making sound effects for news flashes. This is still news, though. Secret scrimmage happening. Last year, the secret scrimmage happened somewhere in Ohio against Purdue. Don't tell anybody. This year, they're playing somewhere. I think it's in West Virginia. They're playing Penn State. Don't tell anybody. Secret scrimmage, but we're going to get the deets on that, and I'll report on that next episode. Love the secret scrimmage. No video. You're not supposed to know about it. It's actually reported as secret scrimmage. And yet I'm telling you, somebody didn't keep a secret. It's being talked about. So I'll let you know. Now, West Virginia played Purdue, who was a really good team last season. And they beat Purdue in the super secret scrimmage, okay? Now, I'm telling you that because the results of this super secret scrimmage obviously may not translate into success. <laughs> if they win, it doesn't actually mean they're going to have a great season because they beat Purdue. And then uh, at some point, I'm going to stop talking about last season, but not in the near future, all right? Now, last week, I recorded the podcast, talked to Jeremy Phoenix, check that out. When the podcast dropped that same day, I went up to Morgantown with Jack Witt, my father, for the Golden Blue debut. I wanted to see everybody in person, early, for free. Uh, you know where I'm at with finances and how I'm a cheapskate. Hey, can you see everybody for free in the Coliseum and park for free? Okay, we'll do it. So we drove up last Friday. It's an inner squad squim. <clears throat> oh, that's a that's a mouthful. It's an inner squad scrimmage. So it's hard to tell. They're always playing it against each other. All right. Now it's just in front of fans. From one man's opinion, and I tell you over and over again, I'm not sure I know what I'm talking about. Here's what I saw. High energy level. 
except for Chase. And we found out later that Chase was dealing with back issues from the Huggins. Um, on the bad side, lots of turnovers. Okay. And we saw that last year. Again, I think it's inherent in a Huggins scrimmage that there's going to be a lot of turnovers because that's what he's looking for. Uh, but there were some goofy ones. Uh, again, uh, there were referees. It doesn't count. West Virginia wins because all the guys on the court play for West Virginia. So I'm not going to read too much into that yet. New guys, Sean McNeil, his jump shot, I told somebody, looks like a robot jump shot in the best way. Have you seen that video? One of the Japanese companies, and I think it's Honda, but it might be Toyota, they have a robot that just shoots threes. The previous technology, it shot free throws. Now that robot's shooting threes, and it's doing it, and guess what? That robot's shooting threes pretty well. Very stationary. Got to load up the, got to load the ball into his hand. So it's not, you know, it's not scary. It's not the Terminator, but it's shooting threes. And so when I watch Sean McNeil shoot from long range, I think of a Toyota robot. And that's a compliment. Excited to see that. Oscar stands out. He looks like a man. Not overpowering Derek Culver and Logan Rout and Gabe. Got pushed around a little bit. Looks lost, but but he's going to look lost because he's a freshman. Taz Sherman can get buckets. Again, it's based on an inter-squad scrimmage. <laughs> Taz looks great. Deuce McBride can defend. I'm making blanket statements on what I told you earlier. It's hard to gain a lot of insight from. Gabe. Welcome addition. Hopefully he can play this year. Add some energy, throwing a lot of um, uh, hand signals, which I appreciate. Don't know what they mean. He, I don't think he wants me to know what they mean. Uh, he throw the he threw them up when things when good things were happening. Okay, so uh, <laughs> lovable knucklehead title. That, that is open because Sagabakanate not with us. Gabe has the possibility, based on one inner squad scrimmage, to take that role. Okay? Uh, what else? My apologies to Spencer Mackey, the walk-on. I said on this podcast his name was Spencer Mack. It's wrong. That's not correct. <laughs> because his name was announced... Mackey, and therefore, uh, I apologize to Spencer and his family and friends. It was a good turnout for the Golden Blue debut. A WVU celebrity Daxter Miles attended the game. Here's something else I noticed. Talked about the Toyota robot. Siri is on the scoreboard behind the baskets. Not the not the scoreboard in the middle of the Coliseum, but the scoreboards that are electronic on both sides behind the the rim. The announcer says something, okay? Uh, Sean Robot McNeil for three. Give it like three or four seconds, and then 
those same words show up on the scoreboard behind the basket. Now, I'm a man with simple pleasures. I, I And I enjoyed waiting that three seconds. I, I stopped watching the basketball game and was totally focused on Siri saying... So I could read the transcript of what of those five words. And so it's there, and it may have been there for 20 years. I noticed it at the Golden Blue debut. What else? Uh, the gold team, and there's a blue team. Blue team wore blue. Gold team did not wear gold. They wore gray, and that's fine. You can't make it the blue and gray game. My fix for that, gold headbands. Everybody's got to wear it. There's got to be some reference to gold for the gold team, is my point. And then one minor nitpick. And if I've said this on the podcast in the past, I apologize. This won't be the first time I've repeated something. T-shirt giveaway. The cheerleaders or the dance team or whoever. Folks from WVU with school spirit that go out and entertain the crowd. It's announced that they're giving away t-shirts. The t-shirt giveaway is over way too fast. That's all I'm saying. Think about a sprinkler, all right? Think about a water sprinkler in your yard. How does the sprinkler go, all right? It goes slow. It goes from left to right or right to left. And then when it gets to the end, excuse me, then when it gets to the end, it does a fast reset, okay? The t-shirt throw should be the first part of the sprinkler cadence, okay? The the t-shirt should be thrown in the Spread out throughout the yard, i.e. the the crowd. Instead, what happens is the fast reset. Instead of the the t-shirt throw, it's like hot potato. It goes the reset. You can use a typewriter as example. It should be the typing. And then when you gotta push the thing across to reset it. I'm showing my age here. Be the slow part, not the fast part. Don't tell me and announce to the crowd that who wants a a t-shirt and then three and a half seconds later, the process is done. Milk it, is what I'm saying. Milk the process. Those are the new flashes and my (laughs) feeble attempts at gaining knowledge from the Golden Golden Blue debut. I enjoyed my time in Morgantown, as always, with my father. Random thoughts coming up. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations. One is in Marmette, West Virginia. The other is in St. Albans, West Virginia. Both places are a home of the discount deal. New inventory. Every time you go into the store. Last I checked, big selection right now of diapers. Pull-ups, underpants that you can wear at night and not worry about soaking them, stuff like that, okay? 
They got Angel Soft Toilet Paper, and it's way cheaper than what you'll find at the supermarket. Go into the store, see what they got. Maybe you want to see what they got before you go to the store. I've got something for you. Go to the Woody's Goodies Facebook page. You'll see what's in the store. Sometimes, and right now, I can I can confirm, they'll give you an opportunity to win $50 of store credit by simply sharing their Facebook post, which you're checking out anyways. So let them give you store credit to buy things at Woody's Goodies. Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt that are not random at all. Player profile. Just got a few more left because the season's almost here. Who's next on the player profile list? Senior, West Virginia native, Chase Harler. I like saying the word senior, okay? We had one senior last year. He didn't make it through the whole season. Senior night was for not. It was just night. No senior. Lord willing, we're going to have three seniors on senior night, and Chase is one of them. Chase Harler. Guess how many points Chase averaged last year? (laughs) You're not going to believe this. He averaged five points a game. I feel like everybody averaged five points last year except for a couple. And I I went back and looked. Seven guys returned from last year's squad. More than half averaged around five points a game. And one of those guys included is Chase. Last year was Chase's career best in most categories. Chase had a career high in average minutes a game. He averaged 22 minutes. Lots of starts for Chase Harler. And they came in the first two-thirds of the season. When he was not starting, he played pretty well from the bench roll towards the end of the season, including scoring 13 points in that triple overtime win against TCU. Chase played 51 minutes in that game. What can I say about senior Chase Harler? He's always trying hard. You never watch Chase and think he's not trying hard, which I respect. Uh, He's a senior, so brace yourself. Because I know some people are listening and they're not gonna they're not gonna like what I'm about to hear or I'm about to say, excuse me. You cannot be surprised and you cannot be mad. I mean, I can't control your feelings. What I'm saying is you shouldn't be mad if Bob Huggins has Chase Harler starting games early this season. Until he sees what he until he has what he, you know, he sees what he has. And maybe he sees what he has, and he still has Chasey starting. But uh, do not be surprised if Chase Harler starts the first game against Akron. I'm not reporting anything. I'm just saying we cannot be surprised. What do I want for Chase Harler? First of all, uh, I want Chase to be six-man Chase Harler. I'm not really, with love and respect for Chase Harler, I do not want him to be uh, starting for this team. I want Chase to be senior leader, sixth man Chase Harler. He averaged 22 minutes a game. I'm not against Chase Harler averaging around that again this season. Okay? Silent leader. Increase those three point, increase the three point percentage. All right? 
We need that. Help all the new guards. We got tons of new guards. Chase can help everybody along. Hopefully there's a, a Chase Harler game this year. We really haven't had the Chase Harler game in his career. And this is his last year. So if it's, if we're going to have a Chase Harler game where we can say, remember when Chase Harler did fill in the blank against fill in the blank? This is his last chance. All right? My only concern that I don't know if Chase can can do anything about this is that when Chase Harler is on the floor historically, other teams find Chase and say, hey, really good guy at basketball. Make sure that make sure that guy, Chase Harler, is guarding you. Everybody else get out of the way and then uh see if you can score against Chase. And they do that because they think they have a good chance of scoring. And I don't know how that I don't know why that is, because Chase is not bad at defense, I don't think. Uh, but he gets picked on. So I would like this season for that not to be the case, that you cannot pick defensively and isolate Chase Harler. All right? These are the things that I want. Now, I said I want six-man Chase Harler. If it's starter Chase Harler, then maybe the comparable could be the Gary Brown senior season. Nobody, uh, Very few people were, uh, were excited that Gary Brown was starting in a senior season, all right, a few years ago. But he played a part of the role in the first wave of Press Virginia. He averaged less minutes than a freshman guard that comes off the bench, and that freshman guard was Javon Carter. So what I'm saying is, and let's just throw out a freshman, let's just say Deuce McBride is a Javon Carter in, the, in my comparison. Chase could start, be like Gary Brown, senior leadership. Deuce McBride comes off the bench, averages more minutes. And that was successful. That team went to the Sweet 16. So whether it's six-man Chase Harler, starter Chase Harler, he's going to get minutes. He's going to play a role for this team. Let's see that senior bump for Chase Harler. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for everybody. Why wouldn't I, why would I root against a WVU player? I mean, don't answer that. Final thoughts coming up. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Are you planning an event? Maybe it's a family reunion. 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 Maybe you're planning a family reunion. Does your event need a banner, t-shirts, bags, logos, or up to 1 million different promotional products? Do you need one of those things for your event? Let Dyer Prime help you make your event look good and be a success. Call or text them to find out more. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at direprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. 
WVU NBA news. On the bad side, Sagabacanate released by the Raptors. Got a few minutes in a preseason game. I'm hopeful that he will spend the year with the Raptors G League affiliate. Best of luck to Sagabacanate. Our other WVU guy in the NBA, Javon Carter with the Phoenix Suns. He's carving himself a spot on that roster. He's going to make the roster. He started one of the preseason games, which can only be a vote of confidence. He's in competition with rookie Ty Jerome from national champion Virginia. Can't believe I'm saying that. That doesn't seem right. For the backup point guard spot behind Ricky Rubio. Okay? Now, the Phoenix Suns are investing in Ty Jerome. Okay? Because he's the new guy. First round pick. But, Carter. Doing pretty good. He's shooting a lot when he's in the game. Uh, based on stat lines. I'm not mad at that. He, he was He was shooting better. Again, limited stats. But... So all that is good, and we always wish the best and are rooting for Javon Carter. The the state of West Virginia, not Memphis, not Memphis Grizzly fans anymore, now Phoenix Suns fans. Uh, of, of, of all the teams in the NBA, uh, <laughs> Javon Carter played for the terrible Memphis Grizzlies, and now he's with the terrible Phoenix Suns. So maybe... Uh, he didn't get a chance to turn Memphis into not terrible. Maybe he'll have that chance in Phoenix. Here's what I want to tell you all. Carter recently shared an Instagram story. Him and Ty Jerome in a helicopter. It looks like they were going to an event. And that's totally fun. I like seeing that Instagram story. Very excited to see that. Here's what I'm not excited about. He's panning the camera around in the helicopter and it gets to Ty Jerome. And what is Ty Jerome doing? He's on his cell phone. He's looking at his phone. And that brings me to my point. What's the most annoying things on social media? (laughs) Make up the list. All right. Uh family or friends having inappropriate conversations and like too much information conversations on social media makes me cringe. Um, Selfies are so prevalent. It doesn't make me cringe. I'm guilty of that. Um, But here's number one with a bullet for me is when somebody documents on social media, another person looking at their smartphone, whether it's a video or a picture If you're putting that on the internet, it's the saddest thing, okay? Uh, I mean, like, a blurry picture? What's the point of that? Not annoyed by that. It's kind of endearing. But when you document another person and, and what they're doing is staring into a phone, I hate it. I hate's a strong word, but I'm telling you, between me and you, I hate that. So uh, this is not a criticism of Javon Carter because it's just like he's scanning around and just happens to come across Ty Jerome. But what I'm saying is if you're on a date or you're with another person and you want to take a picture to put on on social media, 
for me, make sure that person is not on their phone. And if they are on the phone and you still take the video or the picture, keep it on your phone. Do not share it with the world. (laughs) Or do whatever you want to do. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public, Podbean, a little uh, thing called CastBox. Subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, leave a review. Just do one of those things. It helps the podcast. All right? Next week's episode four for the off-season, then off-season episode five, and then we're in the big time, baby. And I can't wait. I keep to, and I keep saying that every week. But I'm I'm telling you, I cannot wait for this season to start. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt, WVU for the 2019-2020 season. They're zero and zero. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.